0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher. So, I've got a quick explanation before I go through the films I watched last month. So, this episode, uh, by the time this comes out, it will have been two weeks since my last episode. So my plan was, I was going to release this episode on the 1st of September, or maybe around that. But, uh, that unfortunately it didn't happen. I was I got sick and so I couldn't release it. I couldn't record it. And I just couldn't get the episode out in time. Mm-hmm. So that's why that hasn't been an episode for two weeks. And I'm just gonna sort of give a disclaimer going forward that there's a possibility that I won't be able to get an episode out every week over the next coming months because I'm in my final few weeks of school and then I'll be in my exams and i don't know how possible and how likely it will be for me to get episodes out i'll try and my plan hopefully is to pre-record tons of episodes and sort of the break between school so i can get some stuff out to you guys while i'm doing exams and i don't have to worry about trying to record anything that is the plan i don't know how likely it will be that's just a plan for the future and i do apologize for any times where i don't have an episode out for you guys that's just how it is. It's uh, something I can't really work around at the moment. But I will be finishing up with school in the next few weeks. And um, so, yeah, yeah uh, I'll be finishing up early I- in November. So I'll be able to get tons of stuff out, tons, a lot of episodes and other stuff out. Over that time, I'll be able to do some proper episodes about films. Um, I'll hopefully be able to get a few list episodes throughout there as well, depending on what I can book. Uh, well book. it's booked the right way. I get guests to record. Um and I will say that during December there's a possibility that it might be a bit harder for me to do episodes, considering, you know, the time of year and everything. But that is just my plan. And I believe I did mention that I was possibly maybe considering doing a um for a sh- short period of time doing a bi-weekly um, so, by, by weekly, I mean every two weeks, not because that's one of those things. But it, it mean, what that. every two weeks I'd release an episode. But I've been gone with that, and I don't think I will need to because I'll be finishing school up and i have got tons of time to do lots of episodes and everything. So, I'm just going to go through the films I watched this month. Some I will gloss over because I don't know what. And so I, I'll just start now. Sorry for that rambling, but and just before. Um, check out the website, check out the social media, check out my Linebox account where you can see all these ranking ratings and the ratings for everything on my watch and all the various things, so I'm just going to start in the beginning and I'm just going to go through this so the first one on my on one uh, was Six Days to Air, The Making of South Park for those who haven't seen it, it's a documentary it's like a 46 minute documentary which is feature length, that is feature length I did that is a feature length film it's basically about the making of South Park and how they make an episode of South Park. How um, it takes them, you know, they, they make an episode within like six days or something. And it's really it was it was quite an enjoyable documentary. I'm a big uh, South Park fan, and uh, it's like, I believe I made clear in the past before. It, I'm I'm just really big fan of it. I believe I mentioned that for the last month one where I talked about South Park movie, which I really really loved. And so, yeah, it's a really enjoyable documentary and Seek It Out if You Can is like, yeah, 46 or so, 47 minutes long. And it's just a documentary about the making so, of, a, of a singular South Park episode. Then I watched The Shawshank Redemption, which is arguably one of the biggest films I haven't seen. And I sort of before that took of going in, I was worried it would be a film that I watched and I didn't quite get why everybody loved so much. And that was actually kind of... I didn't dislike it. I, I did quite like it. And it is a good movie. I will say that. It is a good well-made movie. However, um, well, I will say this about it. It's not the greatest movie ever made because it is this not It's a good movie. It is good. But it's not, you know, there's the be-all and end-all of filmmaking. Because it's not. It's obviously not. It is a good movie, and I did quite enjoy it. I thought um, the Morgan Freeman performance was quite good in it. I thought, I forgot the actor's name, but the guy who plays the main one, Alex Brain, I thought, He was really good in it. I thought it was overall a very enjoyable, very well-made film. And I did like it. I just didn't get the hype around it. I think I went in with too much. Everyone puts this as, like, the greatest movie ever made. They put it in their top ten of all time, you know? And it's just, like, it's not... it's, It's good, but it's, like, not this magnum opus, this amazing piece of work that everyone must see because it's not. Uh but sorry if I seem a bit if I'm still sort of recovering from being sick and everything. Sorry if it's not my <clears throat> sort of I guess usual, if I'm not as lively as you expect me to bring anything. But anyway. Uh it's yeah, it's a really it's a good film. I will say this it is a good film, but it I would put it as as an overrated film because everyone just is like this is like the best film ever, and I disagree wholeheartedly with that sentiment of it being the best film ever made, because it's just not, is it? It's a good film that I do quite like, but I wouldn't put it as the greatest all time because that's ridiculous, if I'm being honest. It's uh, still good, I didn't enjoy it. I feel like I need to classify of- when oh, I say, oh, it's over. Like, I don't get it, but I do like it. So then I watched Black Swan, which I did a full episode on, so go check that out. Then Old Boy, the 2013 remake. I'm going to touch on this briefly. I've got an episode planned for it in the future. Uh, just I'm just going to put it simply. It's It's crap. It's 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 a it's it's a poorly made film. It's it's bad. That's all I'm gonna say. It is bad. It is bad. That's all I'm long gonna say. A, it is a planned episode. So I'll cover it then. But it's then both the afternoon. I again. Covered on an episode before. I covered it on an episode, so again, go listen to that episode. In fact, it was episode 15 of the main show. The last one was episode 16, so I did watch them slightly out of order. Mm-hmm.
1: Go listen to those episodes.
0: I covered them. Then Pig, the most recent Nicholas Cage film. Um, enjoyable. I liked it. A good film. Uh, a really nice Nicolas Cage performance. However, I will say that I don't know, everyone was hyping this up. It's like an amazing, like great film, and I think like it's got a good Nicolas Cage performance. And that's really it. It's just a good Nicolas Cage movie. And it's like it like it's a decent Nicholas Cage movie with a good performance. Um but it is it is enjoyable, and I am currently making mass doing a massive watch through of pretty much everything the Eclipse Cage has done. So that is a lot of films. It's like a hundred and something, and I'm considering maybe doing a full like talk about it. Like a like a, a several part, I might just do like my top ten Nicholas Cage films because it's too many. Um, it's too many. It's so many films. So I might just do like my top ten. My my bottom five or something like that. I might do that actually. That might be a good idea. But that'll be for the future. When I've seen like every Nicholas Cage film. There's a good few hundred of. Then I rewatched collateral. I did a, I did an episode on that. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that yet, just Great. It's all I'm gonna say. But just check out my the episode I did on it. The last episode I did because you know time and stuff. Then I I got right to watch Train Spotting because I, I uh, it's a you know it's ninety minutes. And I thought this is gonna this is a good. I had this is a good film. And, yeah, it was, it was really good, I really enjoyed it, it was a, um, like, it's one of those films where I go in thinking that there's a possibility that I won't get it, and I think it's, like, overrated, and I don't get why everyone loves it, but this is, like, one of those things where I, like, get yeah, why everybody loves it, why everybody's, like, playing is so good. Because and this is like been really one of the films where I'm like, yeah, I get why people like it because it's good. It's a it is a good film. It's it's really really good, and I really really like it. And it yeah, it's just really great. It's it's really fucking good. I'm hoping that TRANSPORTING 2 is not disappointing and that I do like it. I don't know if I like it as much, because TRANSPORTING was so good, but I just hope that I like it. I just hope it- I just hope that it is good. That TRANSPORTING 2 is good. The first TRANSPORTING is so good, and I'm considering doing it- uh, possibly doing an episode on it some point in the future, because I've noticed people who are massive fans of it, and so I definitely considered, right, sorry, sorry, doing an episode on that, oh god, sorry, in the future, because it's really, really good, I hope Prince Spotting two. is not, it's funny. So then, I watched a Louis Thoreau documentary, Louis Thoreau, The Most Hated Family in America, Actually, I'll lump these two together because I watched another Louis Thoreau documentary, Louis and the Nazis. So I'll lump those two together. And Louis Thoreau and Louis and the Nazis was the last one I watched this month. So, yeah. So, these Louis Thoreau documentaries I watched were very good, very well-informed, very interesting to watch, but also just really depressing that there's these really crappy people that exist. like... I don't... It was just, like... It, it was just, like... It's hard to watch those kinds of documentaries because they are just so... depressing to watch, like... Because if uh, for, for those who haven't seen it, the most hated family in America is a the church in the United States, a, like Westboro Baptist Church or something like that, and uh, it was really depressing because they basically blamed everything bad that had happened and like everything that bad happens in the world on gay people. Which I know is kind of a thing that, like, a lot of um, religious people are blamed for. And and I do sort of get, like, to an extent, they just make other religious people look bad. That's the main thing. Like, like, they make other Christians and, you know, other religious type people look like bad people just because they are bad people. And it's just like it's just like it's just really just depressing to watch. And same with Louis and the Nazis, because that's about like Nazis that exist. It's just Yeah, it, it's just such a, like... thing of... Like, because I understand there's, like, sort of Louis throw documentaries that he talks about, those, about these other things that he does with all these other people, and it's just, like... It's just really just sort of depressing, I guess, to watch these documentaries knowing that these awful people exist. And I... I but I... They... That being said, they are very, very well made documentaries that I really do like, and that I will definitely be watching more of. So I will be certainly talking about more of them in these uh, monthly updates. Then we've got the Roman Polanski Macbeth. I only watched this because I had to for school, and it's awful. No, oh, sorry, I skipped one. I'll just talk about it now. Um, Macbeth is awful. I just, I'm just not Shakespeare. Just doesn't work for me. It's, it's bad. If you like Shakespeare, you'll probably like it, but I don't. Oh, I don't. And that blood really does say. The final fight scene is hysterically bad. I know it's like the 70s, but that doesn't excuse it being crap. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's just not good. But. I will talk about. A better film that I do like that I I will say is overrated though and that is Adaptation I watched Adaptation I quite liked it did I quite like it? I liked it I thought it was enjoyable however I don't think it's the most amazing film like I know a lot of people who love it because they're like this is amazing and I don't really get Like, it's got a good Nicolas Cage performance, although I would argue he's had better... He's had far superior performance than other films. Uh, It is a good film. It's very weird and just rather boring. Well. It's just, like... It kind of feels to me like there's no point to it. Like, it's trying, like, maybe I'm just missing what it's trying to say. Which is like. Like, it sort of depends, you know. Maybe it just doesn't connect with me, I guess, in the way that some of Charlie Kaufman other works, like Eternal Sunshine and Beyond Alchemy Town. But it still is an enjoyable film, and I'm sure I will probably watch it in the future, but it's nothing, like, amazing, that I'm going to watch this maybe because it's good. Because it's not. Then, after that, I watched High School Musical 2. I did mention I watched the first High Musical a couple months ago. Again, same stuff. I thought it was a little bit better. I thought it was much more enjoyable. I thought felt the, char- the characters worked a lot more, and it felt just sort of more, and it just sort of was more interesting to me as a film. It just had sort of more to it, I guess. That sort of worked for me in a way that the, um, the first one didn't. The first one isn't bad, but I feel yeah. like I should say the first one is a good film, but it's not like this amazing, you know, sort of masterpiece of a work, you know. But it is still enjoyable, and I will probably watch the third one in the coming weeks, probably. So I just will have seen more. And yeah, there's not really much to say. Sorry if I'm not saying much, but some of these I just don't have a lot to say about them because there just isn't as much as ever. them. And this one I've got a lot to say about The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh boy, do I love this movie. It's, it's amazing. It's so good. It's genuinely. I rewatched it. I, re- I rewatched it during and Christmas time last year. I had seen it before. I hadn't seen it in so many years that I, like, sort of forgot my thoughts on it. But I watched it again and it holds up. ...spectacularly, it just works on every level that it should. It- there's just nothing wrong with it. And, like... Like, it's just, there's just nothing. I, I don't really know what to say, because there's, I don't know, like, what to say. It's just perfect. I, when I rewatched it, I was thinking I had maybe there's a possibility I think I just was sort of denying the fact that it's perfect, that it's a piece of a film, because it is. Like, it is just perfect. As, like, as arguably the best soundtrack of any Disney movie, and maybe one of the best soundtracks of a film ever, all the songs are brilliant, the characters are so well realised, and I well understood and it just works. I'm considering doing an episode on it because I know people who haven't seen it and so there's a possibility that I could get them to watch it for an episode perhaps in um, October also because you know they haven't seen it and I want everyone to see this movie because it's a phenomenal film it's so good um so oh, two more films okay. then gods oh, that the thick which is like a film that everybody a lot of people talk about and and it's as being another you know really good film and i really enjoyed it i thought it was a really fun enjoyable um, if you I don't know it, it's basically about Kumail Nanjiani- it's sort of an autobiographical look, I guess, on Kumail Nanjiani's love life, is the best way to put it. It's him and his girlfriend, um, who wasn't played by his actual girlfriend, because that's... eh. And so it's basically about my love life, sort of the difficulties he had because he's Pakistan, Pakistan, so they have sort of different um, sort of ideas and thoughts and marriage and everything. And um, so it's sort of the analysis of that and just sort of goes through... Yeah, just sort of goes through that and talks about it and just sort of analyzes that kind of thing, you know, because of the sort of the difficulties he had to overcome, you know, being with this girl, this girl that he loved, but who he couldn't be with because of, you know, society, the societal norm that his sort of family creates because of, you know, where he's from and everything. His... Yeah, sort of his, yeah, sort of his, yeah, sort of his ideas and sort of where he comes from. Then, and it's a really enjoyable book. It's really funny. It's got some real, like, emotion to it. Ray Romano and Helen Hunt are in it together, and they are spectacular in the film. They are really great. Rewards as they add so much to the film and they just work so well and I came and the Actress Who places partner whose name I cannot remember at this current time yeah it just all works it's just really good sorry I am just going to say this at the moment I'm sorry if this is a bit rambling, a bit blah blah blah, but I'm just sort of trying to think about- Sometimes I'm just trying to think about what to say. Because I just- sometimes I just don't know what to say. And I am sorry about that. But we move on to the final film, second last, technically, because I already thought about Louis and the Nazis, which was the last film I saw. Which is Shame. Now this is a very interesting film that I don't know if many people listening to this will have heard of before. It is, uh, how do I put this? It's a really great film. A really dark film, though. It's Michael Fassbender and it deals with sex addiction. And I, I guess, sort of, to put it simply, it's a bit like Donjon, if you if you guys have seen that. But also not really, because Donjon is quite a bit different in several ways. First of all, that's more of a comedy, and I guess it's more to do with porn addiction but this is like a sex addiction that Michael Fassman's character goes through and I sort of read the premise and I was like oh that's kind of that sounds really interesting plus there's an hour 40 minutes or so so I thought that'll be a good time to watch well not a good time but it'll certainly be interesting and It was yeah, it's this is one of those films where you sort of it's hard to make of it like what to make of it because it's kind of it's really dark really depressing it's a film that ...has a lot to say about a lot of things, about a lot of people. And... ...it is really sad. It is really dark. It's it's a really depressing film... ...that looks at what this does to a person and how they change, and... ...it just... This does it, it's. I, again, I'm. I'm not saying this from a place of knowledge. I'm not saying I know what this is like. I Don't. But. The film really portrays this in a negative way. Because there are, you know, there's a possibility with the wrong filmmaker, everything could portray it. It's not necessarily a positive. I mean, I guess sort of in a positive way, in a way of like. Well this is actually that bad, you know, well they sort of play like they've sort of played in a certain way that isn't necessarily good. And I it doesn't do that. It really shows that this is bad, that what he is doing is bad, and that and just sort of how it also negatively affects the people around him. And it is it's just really good. Michael Fassbender gives, arguably, the best performance I've seen from him. Like, and I've seen him in quite a few things, so I think I'm sort of a fair point to say that this is, like, the best performance I've seen him give. It's pretty solid. Like, it's pretty hard to be like, yeah, that's not good. Because it is. It is a great performance that he gives. And yeah, arguably the best and he's ever done. Harry Mulligan is also it. She is a really good performance. And this is also pro. This is directed by Steve McQueen, and I would argue this is the best. This will probably be the best of Steve McQueen's career. I've only, the only other Steve McQueen I've seen is *A uh, is Slave*, which is quite good, but *Shame* is quite a far superior film, in my personal opinion. So yeah, I do recommend that you go watch it. It is a dark with a really dark depressing film that deals with some really dark depressing subject matter but it is an incredibly well-made film and i i highly recommend that you go see it so that is yeah that is it for the films i watched this month i hope you enjoyed listening this, sorry if I'm a bit quiet, it's just you know, living with other people I have to sort of be a bit quieter, but hopefully this sounds semi-decent for the people listening. So, yeah, that's all. Thank you for listening to this episode. And so I've got some really good ideas planned. I've got some other really interesting... films that I've got planned for the future, and I've got some really good guests, getting good, going to be getting some guests who have done this before, as well as some, you know, hopefully some new people as well. So yeah, that is all. Check out the website, the social media, my let-up, so check out the... the, the, uh, Jesus. Check out the website, which I have plugged enough, I feel. Check out the... (coughs) Sorry. Check out the social media, the Instagram and Facebook, and check out my Letterboxd page where you can see all these ratings. Plus, I cover and and rate a lot more than just films. I also rank, rate, other stuff from there. So check that all out, and I will see you guys in the next one.